Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Why is quitting alcohol so difficult? What is it about alcohol and what is it about the society that we live in that makes stopping drinking such a challenging endeavor? Now, I say on this channel that stopping drinking can be enjoyable, it can be effortless, and you can get the control back. But why is it not straightforward? Why does it always take people this meandering path and this up and down living to finally come to the conclusion that alcohol does nothing for them? Why does it take such a long time to get to that state of mind? It took me close to a decade. It took me close to a decade of trying to put all the pieces together, trying to figure things out for myself. But why did it have to take so long? Why could I not have just gone, you know, the first time I tried alcohol, I realized, well, this sucks. Why couldn't I have just gone like that? Boom, finished, done, never doing that again. You know, the the, the phrase of having just one drink, why could I not have just had one drink and then never drank again? Why did I have to go on this, this crazy journey of, these huge peaks and these huge troughs. And why did it have to be like that? Well, that's what I want to explain to you in this video. I want to be discussing two things that make stopping drinking so, so difficult. So why is quitting alcohol so difficult? Well, guys, the first reason why it is so difficult is because of something called the conditioning. Now, think of it like this. From day one of being born, we have been conditioned to see alcohol as a good thing. Now, let me explain this. So what you've got to understand is that all of our society, oh, 95% of our society, see alcohol as a good thing. They see it as something that enhances your life, something that gives you a genuine pleasure out of life, some kind of benefit from drinking it. And society, they all will have this collective belief that alcohol is a good thing. We know that the truth is obviously a lot different, but the information that we get from people is, is the general consensus is that alcohol is a good thing. Now, this kind of, if you think about it like this, so we've got the people, we've got us in the middle here. We've got the people closest to us. So we've got our friends, we've got our teachers, we've got our our doctors, we've got our our family, uh, you know, people that we look up to. We've got this like circle of people around us. Most of those people see alcohol as a good thing. Then the people that influence those people, the bigger circle, they all see alcohol as a good thing. So basically from the day one of being born, you get put into a world where everybody has agreed that alcohol is a good thing. Why does this matter? Well, the information that you get from day one of being born, the inputs that are going into your mind are all about how alcohol enhances your life. You know, when you're 18, it's a great day because you're finally allowed to drink alcohol. Well, in England, when you turn 18, and I even remember the very first thing that I did on my 18th birthday was I went to a pub and bought a a beer at midnight. And a lot of 18-year-olds do that. You know, an 18-year-old birthday party is always filled with alcohol. Why? Because we've been led from day one of being born to think that that's what adults do. It's a good thing. It's something that's going to do so much good in your life. Now, think about it like this. Alcohol companies know for a fact that alcohol is addictive. And I'll touch on the addictive nature of the drug in a minute. But what they do is is, is, is you've got to think of it like this. So from day one of being born, you're seeing alcohol as a good thing. Then you get to your teenage years and you see the adults around you drinking you. So what you naturally want to do is you also want to involve yourself with drinking because it's what adults do. It's what grown-ups do. So when you're, you know, 13, 14, 15, uh, this is for a lot of people, not for everybody. So just, just bear with me, but you start to see alcohol as a thing that grown-ups do. So you take a taste of it and you find these drinks 
And you, you might have your first alcoholic drink and you think it just tastes like absolute cack. It's just rubbish. You don't like it. And then as time goes on, the, the good old alcohol companies have created drinks that are laced with sugar, they're laced with sweetness, they're laced with flavorings. You know, you've got these Alka-Pops, you've got these fruity ciders, these fruity wines that mask the taste of alcohol. So these, these teenagers now are, are drinking alcohol, which is a drug, it's an addictive drug. And then what happens is they start going to parties and they start doing things that are just generally enjoyable activities, but now they start adding alcohol into the equation. And whilst the parties are still enjoyable, people start to get this false association that alcohol is causing the good time. They start to see alcohol as helping them in the social situation. What they don't realize is that those social situations and those parties and all other things would have been fun without the alcohol. But they start to get this association in their mind. So then when they get to 18, they think, well, so far alcohol has been a great thing. It's been something that has given me a good time. So now I want to drink it on my birthday. And the sad thing is, is that people never question this. They never sit down. They never look at things and never go, is this really true? They never do first principles thinking. They never try to logically look at things. They don't look at the reality of what is actually going on. And then when they do try to stop, well, what do they do? Well, they go to the same people that were basically informing you that alcohol was always a good thing. They say, well, how do I stop drinking? And then this is the crazy thing is these people then start giving us information. These people then start saying, have you tried therapy? And then you go to the therapist and the therapist drinks. Or have you tried using willpower? Have you tried moderation? Have you tried cutting down yet? Maybe you need to go to AA. Maybe you need to check yourself into rehab. Maybe you're powerless. Maybe you've got an addictive personality. And the problem is, is all of the people that are giving us this information see alcohol as a beneficial thing. And we take that advice. We listen to it and we run with it. And I did that. I did that for almost 10 years. I took advice from the general population, from normal people, from people that saw alcohol as a good thing. And I said, well, what do I do? How do I get rid of this problem? And they, they told me what to do. And guess what? I got stuck in the same cycle for about 10 years these peaks and these troughs, and it was just chaos. And I didn't know what to do. So that's the first thing that makes stopping drinking so hard is this conditioning and it's this societal belief that alcohol is a good thing. Now, the second thing is the nature of the addiction itself. So you've got to think about it, it, it's kind of like a routine that people go through. So you've got, you know, a very busy person, maybe they're, they're a doctor, they might be a lawyer, they might have run a small business, they might be working in software engineering. They've got a very, very busy life. And it's stressful. Naturally, these kind of careers can lead to a lot of stress, a lot of responsibility, and they have a stressful life. And you've got to think about it like this. So this individual wakes up first thing in the morning. They've got a, they drank the night before, they wake up in the morning, and they've got a bit of a hangover. They're not feeling 100%, feel a bit sick. They skip their breakfast, they run away, they go to work, and they're like, you know, their stomach's not feeling good, their energy's a bit low, and they get through the day. And they say to themselves, right, that's it. I'm not going to drink anymore. This is doing nothing for me. Um, you know, they, 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 they've kind of got over the illusion of it being a good thing. Like I explained in the conditioning, people get to a point where they're like, this clearly isn't serving me anymore, but they still have done it for the past 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, however long it is. They've still done it, even though they realize that it's not a good thing. Now, what happens to this individual is that is they get to the afternoon, the hangover kind of wears off, but then all of a sudden they start thinking, oh, you know, wouldn't it be nice to have a drink right now? And they're feeling a bit agitated, you know, things don't feel that good. And they feel like a bit stressed and a bit anxious and a bit on edge. And all of a sudden, that, that voice in the head that said, you're not going to drink anymore. Well, it's gone now. It's quietened down. And now you're feeling a bit agitated. And the first thing you think about is a drink. A drink is going to help you relax. A drink is going to help you relieve stress. But what people don't realize is that feeling of agitation is the cause of the drinking in the first place. So what we've had is we've had this life of conditioning that's all kind of led up to this point of where we get to this point where then we feel these feelings of discomfort 
And the only way that we can address those feelings of discomfort is through consuming alcohol. And this is the cycle that keeps people stuck for 10, for 20, for 30 years. And a lot of people will go through their entire lives without even realizing that they're actually addicted to a drug. They might get to 70 years of age, never really realize that they were actually addicted to something. And they look back at, they look back at their life and they're like, dude, I've drank every single day for my whole life. And they don't realize what was going on. And that's why I'm making this video is to kind of help you bring awareness to what is going on. So these, these are the two things that make stopping drinking so difficult. It's not understanding that you're controlled by a drug and also not bringing awareness to the conditioning. There are obviously other factors that make stopping drinking difficult, but it's these two things that kind of block so many people. They stop you from taking action. They stop you from making progress. And most people don't even, they don't even notice it. They don't notice the conditioning and they don't notice the craving. So that's why I wanted to make this video. I wanted you to bring some awareness to these things. And I want you to now, you know, whilst you're going through your day, whilst you're going through your life, I want you to start bringing awareness to these two things. I want you to bring awareness to the conditioning. I want you to start listening to conversations and, and being aware, not buying into what people are saying. Start looking at the marketing, start looking at the media and see what it's portraying. And the second thing I want you to do is I want you to really listen to that craving, listen to that voice and see what is going on. Because the great thing is, is when you remove alcohol, you never need to, you don't need to drink anymore because there's no craving anymore. When you remove alcohol, think about it like this, you remove the alcohol and the feeling of discomfort goes. So you just don't want to drink anymore. And I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds hard to believe, but those two things really will make a difference in your life. When you understand those things, it's a game changer. And again, guys, like I said, don't forget to get that first principles thinking training in the description below. And if you click the videos on the screen now, you can learn more about the four stages of stopping drinking as well as the stop drinking timeline. Thanks a lot. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking Podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.